This is the Schnitt Show. Welcome back to Schnitt on a very jammed up busy day. Trump is on his way back to Mar-a-Lago. And the president is expected to speak tonight around 8 p.m. And I say uh, the, the, the former president, I should say. So Trump is set to speak later on about 8 p.m. Eastern time tonight. I would imagine uh, it might be a little bit later than that. Uh, I'm just tracking his flight. And I just think he'll probably want a little more time to get ready. So where is Trump's plane right now? Let me do a quick check of Flight Radar 24. And again, uh, you can't search his end number, the airplane. Uh, the data has been blocked off on this flight, but I was able to find the uh, the, the planes that departed LaGuardia, uh, headed south, and I was able to uh, find Trump's plane, which is a Boeing 757-200. And right now they are at uh, 40, uh, make that 38,000 feet. So Trump's airplane is traveling at 533 miles an hour, and they are at 38,000 feet right now. And Trump's plane is directly over uh, Murfreesboro. Uh, Is that North Carolina? Yeah. So he's just crossed into North Carolina. They just passed over Franklin, Virginia, on the way uh, across the Virginia North Carolina border, and plane uh, Trump's plane is right over Murfreesboro, uh, North Carolina, uh, just to the west of a Husky, uh, North Carolina, uh, as it's making its way down to Palm Beach uh, International Airport. So we are tracking Trump's plane. Uh, it will not be on the ground uh, prior to us getting off the air at uh, six o'clock Eastern time. We've got about 50 uh, minutes left in the show, so plane, uh, Trump's plane will still be airborne, uh, but I am tracking it uh, as he's uh, beelining it now back to Mar-a-Lago. Uh, I saw a, a live video shot from inside Mar-a-Lago, and they have what appears to be the banquet hall uh, at Mar-a-Lago, the, the ballroom banquet hall. They've got it uh, completely decked out, uh, American flags and, and Trump 2024 uh, a political uh, uh, artwork uh, all over the stage. So uh, Trump is getting ready to speak uh, later tonight. Now, what's important here is that, and I've got the latest on this, so let me uh, give you the details here. The judge did uh, warn Trump about any type of incitement. So we do have details from uh, Brian... Uh, uh, is it the Yenis, uh, a legal producer? Uh, Fox News is Brian uh, Yenis, if I'm pronouncing that properly, uh, interviewed uh, Fox legal producer Jake Gibson. So Jake Gibson was in the courtroom during the Trump arraignment. So let me give you the details on what the Fox legal producer said about what happened inside. So uh, welcome back, folks. As you know, Trump has been charged with 34 felony counts, uh, which are related to the falsification of business records uh, tied to the hush money payments to the porn star Stormy Daniels. Now, the judge here is Judge Juan Mershon, 
And he said that he would not issue a gag order about the case at this time. But the judge did warn Trump about any inciting of any violence whatsoever. So Jake Gibson, a Fox legal producer, was in the courtroom during the arraignment. And this is what he said when he was interviewed by a Fox News reporter uh, shortly after the hearing. He claimed that Mr. Trump walked in. Uh, Former President Trump walked in. He seemed to have a bit of a swagger. He certainly looked stoic. He looked stone-faced, according to Jake Gibson from Fox. He pleaded not guilty, said not guilty, and at some point the prosecution brought up all of the social media posts that he has put out recently, including the one where he's holding the bat next to the district attorney Alvin Bragg's head. And the prosecution said, this is, you know, could be looked at as inciting uh, violence and they watched Judge Mershon, or they wanted, rather, they wanted Judge Mershon to, it seemed like, they wanted him, the judge, to give a gag order. I'm reading you the verbatim from this interview. Judge Mershon said that, no, he wouldn't give a gag order, but he said to Mr. Trump and to his attorneys, quote, I don't want to see this anymore. I don't want to see. The next time that I see something like this, I might have a different idea about what I should do. So again, that is the image of Trump holding the bat right next to Alvin Bragg's head. And uh, you know, Trump's attorneys uh, outside the court denied that that's what that was about. But remember, that was posted on Truth Social. On Trump's account, that was posted. Trump swinging the bat or holding the bat right next to Alvin Bragg's head. And the insinuation by many or the supposition was that he was trying to suggest that he was aiming the bat at Bragg's head. And uh, the attorneys denied that was the case and tried to suggest that Trump didn't even put it up. And somebody put it up. They don't know who. But it was on Trump's social account. It was on his verified truth social. It was there. And remember, they took that down. Uh, The Fox legal uh, analyst inside the court earlier said that his attorney said, Trump's attorney said that, look, this case has been, uh, they've been investigating this for years. I'm reading this verbatim. There's been selective leaks that are harming former President Trump, and it's unthinkable that he wouldn't be allowed to defend himself. This is their way of justifying his posts. The judge said that he didn't that he wasn't sure that was justified uh, if he was inciting violence. So, again, the Fox News analyst is saying that the judge warned Trump about any type of inciting of any violence whatsoever. And could Trump potentially force this judge in Manhattan to issue a gag order? We're going to have to see what Trump does. And again, beginning tonight, sometime this evening after 8 p.m. Eastern time, we're going to see if Trump pushes any buttons or does anything that could alienate this judge after Trump was told uh, that if any incitement ensues here, that he might issue a gag order uh, in the case. So again, there are a lot of moving pieces to this remarkable story 
on this remarkable day. But Trump did not give any statement when he left to the court, no statement going in, nothing. So anything Trump is going to say, we're going to have to wait until Trump speaks later tonight at Mar-a-Lago. And obviously, uh, all eyes are going to be on that. Now, you know what's interesting, uh, and I hadn't seen this before, on the 15th floor of where that courtroom was at the uh, Manhattan Criminal Court in Lower Manhattan on uh, Center Street, uh, adjacent right near uh, Chinatown, what was interesting is they had that bicycle fencing in the freaking hallway. You know, the bicycle fencing, the barricades that they line streets to make a, like a parade route uh, barricade? They brought that bicycle fencing up to the 15th floor, and they had it stretched across uh, the hallway, uh, blocking the area where uh, Trump was coming out of the courtroom. So very interesting to see that. And they had two layers, not one layer. They had one layer and then like a, a, a dead space and then another layer of bicycle fencing on the floor of the courtroom, 15th floor in Manhattan. I, I hadn't seen that before. Dragging that stuff all the way up into the court. <laughs> so, you know, very interesting. Uh, also, uh, reports are uh, after Trump, uh, you know, faced his charges today, the indictment was unsealed. It was also reported that the Trump was uh, brought up and down in a special elevator that the general public does not use. Uh, Trump was brought in an elevator that the judges used and that the uh, district attorney uh, or the uh, assistant district attorneys, uh, you know, the, the elevator that they use. So uh, obviously there, there was some special consideration. Uh, also, and this is important, uh, Trump apparently was fingerprinted but the reports are there was no mug shot. And what is interesting here, there were reports that uh, if there were a mug shot, that the Trump uh, campaign was going to use that mug shot uh, for campaign uh, fundraising purposes. And there are reports already this afternoon that there was no uh, formal mugshot taken uh, by officials in Manhattan. But, and here's the but, this is important. There are reports that the Trump campaign has mocked up a mugshot that they are using to now fundraise off of and applying Trump's mugshot to merchandise. Hold on, Sue has just sent me an updated story on that. So, again, very fluid day. Uh, we're, we're trying to keep up with everything here today. Let me find uh, Sue just sent this to me. Here we go. Trump campaign fundraises off fake mugshot. This is a story from uh, just a short time ago by The Hill. Yeah, pretty mainstream, and I, I think they do a good job. Uh, the Hill, uh, you know, covering uh, Capitol Hill and Washington and politics. Yeah, so the story from earlier today is Trump campaign raises off fake mug, mugshot. Uh, former President Trump's campaign is fundraising off a fake mugshot in an email blast to supporters on Tuesday, shortly after he arrived at Manhattan court for his arraignment. Uh, what better way? This is a text now from the fundraising uh, a page. What better way to prove that our campaign will never surrender our country to the left's tyranny 
than countless grassroots patriots proudly wearing their very own not guilty T-shirts. The campaign said in an email to supporters which features a T-shirt with a fake mugshot of Trump. So they're mocking up a fake mugshot here to uh, to raise funds. Uh, and listen, there's going to be a huge fundraising binge. There's no doubt about it because they're already claiming they raised about $8 million. And I'm sure this is... Uh, I, I, I wouldn't give a dime to Trump. I, I don't want Trump. I want Trump to go away. And that brings up a whole different point about uh, what I think is Republican Party Stockholm Syndrome. It, it truly is amazing. And I'll explain that in just a minute. Yeah, a little more here. Uh, under the fake mugshot, the text reads, not guilty. The campaign is offering the shirts in exchange for a $47 donation or a contribution to the campaign. Yeah, a mugshot of Trump was not taken during the arraignment today, according to various media sources. Uh, the fundraising email to supporters came as Trump was being arraigned in Manhattan in court and days after he made history as the first former or sitting president to be indicted on criminal charges. The indictment follows the probe, blah, blah, blah. You know the deal. So there is a fake mugshot that the Trump campaign is putting out in order to fundraise off of. And listen, this brings up another point. And this is important, folks. We have to take our country back. This is crucial. If you hear one thing that I say on today's show, listen to this. It is imperative. We've got to get our country back from the clutches of Joe Biden. We have to secure our border. We have to uh, build our self-reliant energy uh, platform again. That's one thing that Trump had right. We had some pretty serious energy independence going. Uh, we weren't reliant on the OPECers. We weren't reliant on foreign imported oil. Uh, we had friendly oil coming in from Canada, obviously. But again, Biden, when he came into office after the Trump administration, Biden just completely destroyed our energy independence. We've got the immigration debacle. We need to fix that. We got to get the Democrats out of the White House. We have to get a conservative Republican back into the White House. But the problem is, and this is what's important, if it's Trump, if Trump gets the nomination, we lose. We lose to Biden. We lose to most Democrats if Trump is the nominee. If you want to lose, if you want to let this country continue in the hands of a Democratic president, then, yeah, put Trump on the ballot, nominate Trump, and have Trump go against Biden or virtually any other dem uh, Democrat. And guess what? Trump loses. Trump will lose. And the Democrats will control the White House again, probably a continuation of control in the Senate. Who knows which way things could go in the House. Trump cannot be the nominee. We need to wash our hands of Trump. We have to get a solid, conservative, electable Republican nominated to run for president uh, on the Republican side. Again, walk away from Trump. But I mentioned Stockholm Syndrome. I don't know what the hell the deal is. Every time there's an opportunity to break away from Trump, why are, what, what is the fear? It's, I'm telling you, it's like Stockholm Syndrome. And the Republicans keep rushing back to Trump. So you've got DeSantis, for instance, who's been taking all kinds of body slugs from Trump. DeSantis clearly uh, intends to jump in and run. 
And here he comes to Trump's defense. That is not how you're going to beat Trump. Any Republican, what are you doing? You need to you need to destroy Trump just how Trump is trying to destroy all of you. Whenever there's an opportunity to break from Trump, these dumb Republicans, they go running back and bolster Trump. Back in a minute. This is Schnitt. King Trump's plane. Trump Force One, or whatever the hell they call it. Uh, Trump 757-200 is at 38,000 feet. Ground speed of 533 miles an hour. And they're approaching east or west of Myrtle Beach right now. This is the Schnitt Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we take pride in presenting Schnitt. As I track Trump's plane, after Trump had his court hearing up in New York today in Manhattan, they beelined him right to LaGuardia Airport and took him right to his private jet, his Boeing 757. Uh, where Trump uh, proceeded to take off from LaGuardia's runway 1-3 and uh, took off, then made a loop back toward the south. Uh, I was able to find Trump's aircraft, although it is uh, not showing up with details. So if you use the flight trackers, they have blocked all the information. So uh, from takeoff to landing, uh, city to city that's blocked, uh, we only thing that's We don't have the registration number, so uh, Trump's end number is not visible to track, although it is November 757 Alpha Frank. That is the end number on Trump's plane. November, the end number, November 757 uh, Alpha Frank, AF. And uh, I'm looking at his aircraft right now. Trump's plane is traveling at 38,000 feet. Uh, ground, <laughs> excuse me, um, ground speed is 524 miles an hour right now. And Trump's aircraft is over South Carolina. Now, what's that right next to Trump? Hang on. Uh, oh, I see there's, <laughs> there's a Breeze Airways uh, Airbus 220. Actually, that was a bomb, uh, Bombardier jet that uh, Airbus took over. But uh, right behind Trump's plane is a uh, Breeze aircraft that is flying from uh, Windsor Locks, from BDL, Hartford, Connecticut, down to Charleston. And uh, Trump's plane is just north of Charleston, uh, South Carolina right now. You know, the big question that I have, and and this is, uh, you know, something that remains to be seen, will... Melania Trump be on stage tonight uh, at Mar-a-Lago because Melania was uh, nowhere to be found today in New York. It does not appear that Melania made the trip 
uh, to Manhattan today. And I, I would imagine the Melania State of Mar-a-Lago. But the question is, once the president lands, will Melania, <laughs> excuse me, be on stage uh, with Trump tonight at Mar-a-Lago? Will Trump do anything tonight to incite anybody? Is Trump going to do anything tonight to incite the judge? The judge did not issue a gag order on Trump today. But the judge indicated that he could in the future and uh, did admonish Trump to uh, you know, knock off any type of incitement. So no in- indictment, <laughs> incitement, no indictment, incitement. That's what the judge is warning. So it's going to be pretty fascinating to watch Trump. Also, who's going to carry Trump tonight? Uh, I got to believe that uh, Fox News is going to carry Trump. Uh, Newsmax is going to carry Trump. Uh, I would imagine CNN's going to carry Trump. Will MSNBC carry Trump tonight? Remains to be seen, obviously. What about the networks? Will any of the networks, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, regular broadcast, will any of them carry Trump from uh, Mar-a-Lago tonight? I mean, listen, it's a very historic day, folks. It's not every day that a, (laughs) a former president of the United States is uh, indicted on 34 felony counts, and that's what happened today. Big question, though, will Melania be on stage with former President Trump tonight? It just seems that she's really keeping her distance. I mean, I'm trying to remember the last time I saw Trump and Melania together. And, and folks, let me remind you, and this is very important, that Trump is presumed innocent until proven guilty. Regardless of the indictment, regardless of what Alvin Bragg said at the presser today, Trump is presumed innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. A couple of things as we uh, you know get ready to wind things down. I got less than 20 minutes left. Uh, the time today has uh, absolutely flown by. Uh, in New York today, and listen, as a a product of geography, there were far more uh, anti-Trump folks up in Manhattan than pro-Trump supporters. Now, I would imagine that there'll be uh, a bunch of folks greeting Trump at the airport when he lands as Trump drives across the bridge from West Palm onto Palm Beach Island uh, on uh, Southern Boulevard. Uh, I would imagine that you'll have, uh, you know, some of the Trump supporters uh, on the island, uh, not far from Mar-a-Lago, you know, waving flags and supporting. Uh, Listen, I'm just going to be honest here. You know, a bunch of, you know, kind of redneck yahoos from like Lantana, Green Acres, uh, Lake Worth. (laughs) Hey, uh, don't shoot the messenger. I'm I'm just being honest here. But, uh, yeah, there'll be more uh, pro-Trump folks uh, versus protesters. But New York, uh, it seemed that the the anti-Trump folks were just all over the place uh, in uh, lower Manhattan, outside of Trump Tower. It was just a, a much larger gathering of the anti-Trump crowd. And again, that's a product of New York, uh, you know, certainly more liberal up there, as you know. So uh, I, I thought to be expected. However, you had Marjorie Taylor Greene up there 
Marjorie Taylor Greene, I think, was hoping to, you know, drag a whole bunch of pro-Trump supporters. Uh, and I tell you, there is an interview chunk that I've got to play for you. And this is just remarkable. I, I mean, I really can't believe that Marjorie Taylor Greene tried to compare the Trump case to a couple of other individuals. If you haven't heard this audio, well, you know how I feel about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Marjorie Taylor Greene is a dimwad. I mean, she's a dope. Marjorie Taylor Greene is a conspiratorial wacko. She is a really dumb, dumb woman. And she was interviewed earlier today, actually in a vehicle. She, she was in an SUV and... <laughs> She was interviewed, and I mean, you, you can't believe I mean, what she said here. I want you to listen to who Marjorie Taylor Greene compared former President Donald Trump to. This fight, we, we don't want it. We're not picking this fight, but the fight is at the door. It's right here at our doorstep. And so it's up to us if we, if we stand up against it. And you know me, and, and I know who you are. We're the types. We are going to stand up against it. We will never back down. And we will stand in support of our very incredible, amazing, best president in history of my lifetime and innocent, innocent. And my God, she sounds like a moron. I'm sorry. Yes. I am a conservative Republican. Marjorie Taylor Greene sounds like a moron with maybe a fourth or fifth uh, grade education. I mean, she's just a stupid sounding woman. I mean, she embarrasses me. The fact that uh, I'm a registered Republican and that she's got an R next to her name, that woman embarrasses me. I'm like, what the hell? Listen to this woman. She has no idea what she's saying. She speaks on a, like a fourth or a fifth grade level, and I think that's being generous here. Incredible, amazing, best. Oh, super best, unbelievable, super, super best, best. My favorite president ever. I mean, listen to her. The types, we are going to stand up against it. We will never back down, and we will stand in support of our very incredible, amazing, best president in history of my lifetime, and innocent, innocent, and, and I mean, think about, gosh, think about this. President Trump is joining some of the most incredible people in history being arrested today. Um, Nelson Mandela was arrested, served time in prison. Jesus, Jesus was arrested. All right, hang on a minute. So Marjorie Taylor Greene is comparing Trump to Jesus? You know, I still think, I think that Marjorie Taylor Greene is really Borat. In a blonde wig. I'm, I'm, tell, I'm telling you, I think we're being punked. I think it's Sasha Baron Cohen. I swear. Marjorie Taylor Greene, there's a man inside and it's Borat. I'm telling you. Did she really compare Trump to Jesus Christ? What is she going to have Trump dragging a, a cross with a crown of thorns next? I mean, what is going on here? I mean, that is, that's almost blasphemous. I mean, folks, we are getting close to Easter, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And Marjorie Taylor Greene in this Easter season is comparing Trump to Jesus Christ. You got to be kidding me. 
Give me a freaking break. Even Nelson Mandela. Trump is being accused of paying hush money, covering it up, falsifying business records uh, to cover up a fling where he uh, he used his, uh, his putter uh, during a golf tournament on Stormy Daniels, the porn star. <laughs> the 19th hole. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, come on, you're comparing? I have no doubt in my mind, no doubt whatsoever, that Trump got it on with the porn star Stormy Daniels. I have no doubt in my mind. Uh, I do have doubts, and I've been very clear. I don't think that Alvin Bragg should have gone after this case, even if laws were broken or if they can make a case. I just don't think that Alvin Bragg should have gone after this case. You know, Cy Vance Jr., the predecessor to Alvin Bragg, didn't prosecute, did not go after this case. The feds on the Stormy Daniels hush money payout, folks, listen, wake up. If you still want to deny that Trump had sex with Stormy Daniels or or paid her off to keep quiet just prior to the 2016 election, you're delusional. It happened. Trump banged the porn star while Melania was all knocked up with Barron, their youngest son. It happened. Trump cheated on her while Melania was pregnant and he was off at this golf tournament. He banged the porn star. It happened. And then they paid her to keep it quiet just prior to the 2016 election. It happened. I just don't think that Alvin Bragg should have gone after this case. Even the feds, the DOJ and the FEC, they did not go after this case. So why is Alvin Bragg? Does it reek of politics? It does. Even if Trump did something wrong, and he very well might have, they might be able to prove that. But bringing the case at this point clearly reeks of being politicized. But going back to Marjorie Taylor Greene now, comparing Trump to the plight of Nelson Mandela and Jesus Christ, I'm telling you, it's it's like satire. I feel like we're being punked. I swear uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is really Sasha Baron Cohen. It's Borat in a blonde wig. I'm telling you, it's going to be revealed at some point that we've been punked. It's one of the greatest scams of all time that Marjorie Taylor Greene is really uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. I'm telling this is ridiculous. Comparing Trump to Nelson Mandela and Jesus Christ. I mean, think about, gosh, think about this. President Trump is joining some of the most incredible people in history being arrested today. Um, Nelson Mandela was arrested, served time in prison. Jesus Jesus was arrested and murdered by the Roman government. There have been many. Oh, I thought she was going to say the Jews. Uh, That's seriously. uh, That's something Marjorie Taylor Greene would say. And Jesus was murdered by the Jews. I'm very surprised she actually said the Romans and not the Jews. People throughout history that have been arrested and persecuted by radical, corrupt governments. And it's beginning today in New York City. Um, and I just can't believe it's happening, but I'll always support him. He's done nothing wrong. He's, yep. he's done everything right. You know, Sue, I think we ought, to, we ought to offer like five grand for Marjorie Taylor Greene to take an IQ test. 
Just seriously, a standardized IQ test. It's the Marjorie Taylor Greene Schnitt Show IQ Test Challenge. I'm telling you, she would score in the 70s or 80s on an IQ test. There's no doubt about it. Oh, uh, here are some uh, mugshot T-shirts uh, priced at 36 bucks. All right, Sue, who's selling those? Is that an independent site? Because the campaign wants 47 So, folks, if you haven't heard yet, uh, the Trump campaign has issued apparently a fake mugshot T-shirt to raise money for Trump because there was no mugshot taken in lower Manhattan. And Trump, by the way, was released today on his own recognizance. But what that means is that Trump has got to go back to Manhattan whenever he's compelled to do so. So Trump must go back when he's commanded to come back to New York as he was released today on his own recognizance. All right, when we get back, just some final words. We got some cleanup work to do. Uh, I mentioned the other Trump trial. Trump has got a civil case, uh, the rape accusation case. That's coming up in like three weeks. All right, hold on to that thought. We'll get to that, and I'll squeeze in as much as I can in the final moments on this crazy busy day here on Schnitt. Back in a moment, stand by. This is the Schnitt Show. Now, there's a schnitload going on in Trump world. Uh, We are a couple hours away. It is rolling up on 6 o'clock. Oh, by the way, to all my friends out west, to all my friends in Colorado, all the folks listening uh, in the Vail area, I had a great time this weekend. Michelle and I were out there uh, Thursday night. We... Uh, drove up from Denver on Thursday afternoon. On Thursday night, uh, we arrived in Vail. Uh, oh, we went to the Minton, Minern. The locals out there say Minern instead of Mintern. Uh, we had a great dinner at the uh, Minern Country Club. Uh, saw TJ and the gang out there and Ed. Just a, a great, we love that place. And then, well, we went to Almrezi on Friday night and Lenona on Saturday night. And I, I skied my butt off, uh, did close to 40,000 vertical feet on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I had a great time out uh, in Vail over the weekend and then uh, flew back uh, yesterday morning. So Trump's airplane, as we approach 6 o'clock Eastern time out here in the east here in Florida, Trump's plane is now over the Atlantic. And Trump's plane uh, looks like is just crossing the Florida-Georgia line. And Trump's flight uh, is approaching offshore Jacksonville now. So I'd imagine he'll be on the ground within about uh, 30 or 35 minutes. And Trump will speak later tonight from Mar-a-Lago. Folks, we'll see you tomorrow. The Shit Show.